all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal with Conan Neutron and Josh Davis. Broadcasting from a secret underground lair in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rock about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. thing is, though, if you don't laugh, you're going to go on a killing spree to shop in NATO. Confidence of a hero or fool. I wasn't exactly certain which. Could not be more professional. That's like a science thing, right? Indeed, indeed. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the one, the only... Protonic Reversal. We're here. We're back. It's the home We're of the back, Protonic Reversal. The home of the Protonic Reversal. <laughs> we are here. <laughs> Once again, burning it all before we ever get anywhere close to the air. Ooh, not all of it. <laughs> That's right. I guess we got a lot in reserve. We do. We do. We've been building it up, I think. Like a hyperactive child, been given too much caffeine and some sugar. We have way too much excitement built up for you crazy folks out there. Let's get some artificial enthusiasm here. Yeah, come on now. Come on now. Get the, get the oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, official. Hey, oh, man. So, yeah, a bunch of stuff happened. Oh, it's been a minute, everybody. Uh, yep, that was that was cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm out of material now. So, Oh, you're done? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, the, the internet? Uh, no. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, That's yeah. the story of Jesus. Uh, it's a story of rock and roll. <laughs> I've been real busy. Uh been uh, playing shows with uh, Ape in a Tank. Yes. Which, which has been real fun. Yes, which I, I attended one of them. Indeed. It was good. Indeed. I enjoyed it. We played our first show outside of Milwaukee. That's a s- strange, scary, and exciting thing. For a band that's been around for 15 years? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was novel. No, it was actually it was, it was real fun. We had a good time down there with the, uh, with the cell phones. It's hard, it's hard not to. Exactly. Really. Exactly. Uh, I had uh, all of the whiskeys that night. Mm. As it turns out, because I wasn't driving, so uh, so fuck it, yeah, turn it loose, turn it up and turn it loose. So when you get questions the next day, like, do you remember falling on the floor? Like, oh yeah, of course, of course I do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's only I, half because I was drunk. I was I'm, just testing you. I'm clumsy. Yeah, <laughs> I have low center of gravity, and then I got too low, and then while they're over there, I go. Uh, I saw Weird Al twice. Uh, indeed, yeah. Yes. How was that? That was, was amazing, amazing. It was yeah. wonderful. He's doing the he's doing the tour where he's uh, right. Doing uh, almost no 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 covers no parodies. Oh, so it's all like uh, Dare to Be Stupid and all the originals and stuff. He did Dare to Be Stupid as if it was a Grateful Dead 1969 song. <laughs> really? Yes, it was. Okay. fucking fantastic. Yeah, all the originals. You know, all the cl- all the uh, all the stuff he never gets to play, like uh, Nature Trail to Hell in 3D and uh, right, 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 and uh, stuck in a closet with Vanna White. Yeah, yeah, things That's... like that. Which was yeah, getting to hear those was amazing. Was fantastic. Um, wow, it sounds lovely. He did, he did do. Uh, apparently, they're doing this every night. Two things they do every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do. There's a medley of some of the of the classic parodies in a completely different style. Oh, so not necessarily a polka medley then. No, no, not a polka medley. It's more like they did like it's like a, a doo wop version of um, I want Rocky Road. 
Oh, and a little okay. medley. So there's like a little, a little, a little thing for all the people that just want to hear that. And they do a different cover every night of the tour. Uh, every night of the tour. Which okay. So for night one, they did uh, because they were in Milwaukee. They had to do beer, 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 beer barrel polka. Okay. Naturally, which is fantastic because it's great to see. You know, it's great to see Al play accordion. Yeah. He's a hell of an accordion player. He's indeed a hell of an accordion player. Indeed. That's true. And night two was breakdown by Tom Petty. <laughs> yeah. Really? Straight on. Just straight on. Huh? Amazing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's some show. Like, that is unexpected and holy shit. All yeah, right. That's, that's unexpected and totally okay. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> it was fucking fantastic. Uh, Emo Phillips opened. This is my first chance getting to see Emo Phillips yeah. as well. That was great. Assume that was good. Big yeah. fan of him. And yeah, uh, that was that was the that's my big news. Oh, and I turned forty, but whatever. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Cool. Forty. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of doing doing fortieth uh, birthday things all this month because next week I'll be heading out to uh, New York City. Oh, that's right. Yes. 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 So uh, if you tune back into Radio Nope on Friday night, you just might hear a familiar voice. Yeah. In a garage in fucking Queens. <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> it's going to be Kenny Be warned. Be, be warned. Uh, yeah. And me, but, but also Kenny Arnold. Yeah. He, uh, he follows me on Twitter. I don't really know why. No. Oh. Other than the fact that I'm delightful and I. Well, I yeah, you're, you're a treasure is why. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Other than, other than that one minor thing, you know, you know I don't, don't understand why. <laughs> I, 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 it occurred to me as like, what if he wants? Does he want to be a guest on the show? Is that like why he's doing? I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe, I don't maybe. Know. <laughs> Has he been on the trap set yet? That, that's all my Kenny Arnold material, by the way. Oh, fine. <laughs> so it's, it's fine. <laughs> We're done. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember. What was, what was the last time we did a show? Was Keith Morris? Yeah. Is uh, yeah, I did the Bismarck episode. We did that yes. without you. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, yeah. So I've like traveled happen. like fucking half across the country twice. Same. Actually, technically. <laughs> Uh, You've gone the whole way around. I've gone the whole way around. <laughs> yeah, um, in real, bits and pieces. Yeah, real busy with the, the, the rock and roll. That was, um, yeah. I, in in all truth and honesty, really fantastic tour in, in a lot of ways, and got some of the best press I've gotten in my entire life. Apparently, the keys you move away. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Everyone gives you good press <laughs> and shows up to your shows. So I've been doing it wrong this entire time. I guess. I played with a lot of great bands. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's a great tour. It's the only shitty thing was when it was over. I was like, oh, and now it's over. All right. So it wasn't shitty to drive to Cleveland the night before the first show. It <laughs> wasn't shitty. I wouldn't call it a feature. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we did drive to Cleveland uh, to, to to pick up the records that were literally available the morning of the record release and tour kickoff. So Whew. Cut yeah, me, cut me close, cut me fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Just down, under the wire, neutron strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a technical win. God damn it! <laughs> the Conan Nutrition story. Yeah, exactly. And then we uh, there was uh, the, the old PRF South, which is great. The, yeah. the Maple State fellows throw that through that shindig down in uh, Durham. It was fantastic. To go down there. It's been almost ten years, I think, since I've sure. either been or played there, and uh, it was great. Lots of new bands. Lots of new friends, lots of old friends. Good hangs. Good hangs. Hell yeah. Then we drove <laughs> the, the second the last uh the last band was done, we drove thirteen hours straight overnight to be back home. So Woo! again, just basically doing all the stupid shit I probably should have stopped doing in my twenties <laughs> into my forties. Hey. Hey everybody. <laughs> this is this is what we do here. This is how it is done. 
And I'm wearing a, a shirt uh, by the band Vincus. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic in many ways. Would you like to describe this to the listening audience? Well, I, it's, uh, it, I, I, I think it's uh, probably a color coloring book illustration of uh, the Fab Four there, John, Paul, George, and Rengo. Uh, they have mostly green coats except for Paul. Uh, varying hair colors. Um, Ringo's got an eye patch. They all have nosebleeds. Um, That's the part I don't get. I don't understand yeah. the nosebleeds. I'm doing a lot of coke, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, George has the, the famous black eye from the first album. Um, Paul is uh, holding what looks like a racing form, except it says, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and at the bottom reads the legend, Vincus arrive in a minivan. Which I love. It's my new favorite t-shirt. That's a fantastic shirt. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on, and I like every last bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so I guess that's eh, that's more or less it. We have a great guest on today. Of course, we didn't actually we, we didn't get to anger kitty face. On oh, kitty face. It's good. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Andrew Falcus Falco of McCluskey Future Left Christian Fitness is uh, going to be joining us actually very shortly. Yeah. And uh, always a great guest, one of my favorite dudes. He's got a new record, Nuance, the musical. <laughs> and that is a Christian Fitness album. It is a Christian Fitness record out there. And uh, you can hear it, of course, here on, on Radio Nope. You can also hear it at your local band camps. Let's actually hear. Uh, this is Hamsterland off of that record. We're going to get psyched up to go talk to Falco.
one is the in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> that was, of course, Christian Fitness with uh, uh, what was that? What was that song called, Josh? Uh, uh, the, the, the mood of the ships, uh, the mood as the ship started to sink was downright depressing. And before that, we had Christian Fitness with Hamsterland. These are both songs off of Nuance, the musical, <laughs> the latest record <laughs> by by Christian Fitness. And uh, please order we are, now, order order today at your local band games for great success. Uh, for great success, this is, <laughs> that's that should be the that should be the commercial for that. I think. <laughs> I, I, was doing a, I was doing a Brian Butterfield for a second. That's good. I appreciate that. Call now. Call now. <laughs> the it, it's 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 cool. It's a different kind of Christian fitness record. Yeah, it's definitely uh, widening the uh, the boundaries. You mm-hmm. can tell there's a lot going on there. There's some strings and stuff. There's yeah. uh, there's some like it. It doesn't sound like a kind of like grindy, overprocessed, future the left kind of thing. Like it's definitely like it's it's its own thing. It is. It is. And, it has uh, blossomed. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yes, indeed. Nuance. Nuance. <laughs> the musical. Oh, see, I, I, didn't, I didn't even think about the title. The title it, it, it tells you what's yeah, going on. It's, 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 it's like it's, it's like uh, you know the the kind of movies like Alien. Hey, there's an alien in this movie. Oh, the movie's called Alien. Well, the one about <laughs> the one that's called Aliens. Yeah, that means there's multiple aliens oh. in that movie, and that also tells you what's going on. What about that? They kind of stopped doing it after that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for shutting that down. Before yeah, I got too yeah, far deep it, into it. it. it it's fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I dig it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. It's funny because I feel that as the fourth Christian fitness record, fourth, fourth. Christian fitness record, <laughs> I feel like it's uh, it's interesting to like hear some different kinds of stuff being taken. And it's sort of like, I kind of feel like the first Christian fitness record especially was sort of just like, a, oh, no, these are like Future Left's kind of songs, but like, you know, a third of the arrangement. Right. You know, just kind of like hyperspeed, like, you know, quick ideas in mm-hmm, and out. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, like each one of them kind of have their own aspects to it, but this is definitely the one that like kind of va- uh, varies from the formula most off and uh, most off mostly, M- most uh, far most most far from if if formula there be yes this is this is the one that wanders away from it and it, yes. it's interesting I'm I'm I've, I find it a compelling listen in a way that I I'm not sure if I expected but I'm always glad to have some new Christian fitness yeah uh, of course uh, devout listeners of Proton Conversal will remember that. The the original uh, plan name for the band was Tremendous Fence. <laughs> Did right. not come to pass, and we, and we actually this this show. Tremendous Fence. Tremendous. Fence. This show actually did premiere the very first Christian fitness song ever. Oh, is that right? That is a I fact. Not that. even an internet fact. That is a actual fact. A literal fact. That's a literal fact. Not a factoid. A fact. Nope. An actual fact. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we'll be we'll be talking we'll be talking to Falco in a bit. Let's uh, hear another one of the songs. Let's hear another one of these tunes from this year. Uh, let's, do. let's crank up another one of those guys. Crank, crank. Another track from Tremendous Fence. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is going to be Impressions of an Urn. Impressions of an Urn. Ladies and gentlemen, Impressions. Impressions of an Urn. Of an urn.
Impressions of an Urn by Christian Fitness. That's another one off of Nuance the Musical. I'm sorry, sorry, I, I did that wrong. Nuance the Musical. The musical. <laughs> impressions. Nuance of an Urn. The Musical. Of an Urn. I feel like I'm doing the uh, <laughs> the bit where he just does an impression of someone doing an impression. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just this recursive loop. Uh yeah, where it's it's like a it's like a the inception of impressions. Yes, exactly. It almost just goes like deeper and deeper. <laughs> An impression of someone doing impressions. Uh, <laughs> he's an impression of somebody doing impressions. <laughs> uh, we'll be we'll be coming back with Falco very shortly. Uh, yeah, let's listen to an oldie. An oldie, let's, he yeah, says. An oldie. <laughs> an oldie. How old are you going? <laughs> um, let's listen to. I don't know what he's thinking. Uh, uh, let's go. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's go uh, Armin Air Trail. Let's right. hear, let's hear uh, some future to the left right here. We're not going to play the entire nuance the musical. <laughs> We're just going to play most of it. No, that's on you. <laughs> go to band yeah, camp. You go you got to play it. So here's some future to the left. Armin Air Trail coming at you. Radio New Protonic Reversal Falco coming up very soon. Rock it, everybody. Yeah. Ooh, radio. Come on, Rick! I'm not a prize! I'm not a cynic or one of those guys! Come on, Rick! I'm not a rope! Now pull your socks up! Come on, Rick! I'm not a child! I'm not special or one of a kind! Come on, Rick! I'm not a drunk! Socks off! Come 
And that is the bisexuality of distance by Future the Left, featuring our uh, upcoming guest Falco Andrew Falcus, and that's off of the uh, which goddamn EP is that? I was uh, literally just looking at it a second ago. Love songs, love songs, love songs for our husbands. Love songs for husbands. Love songs for our husbands. Yes, that is a. Uh, I think we can call that a rarity, right, Josh? Oh, sure, yeah. A, a B-side, <laughs> a rarity and, and B-side, indeed. <laughs> Something of that ilk of, of the delightful uh, Andrew Falcus Falco. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I should, should ask uh, how how's it going with you. <laughs> I'm a bit I'm a bit dazed because I I just got in from a like a, a midnight run, so um, I'm not exactly not exactly prepared for you, uh, but uh, I'll, I'll do my best. Few are, my friend. Few <laughs> are. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, but you know, confidence come come before a fall and all that. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> uh, we, we listened to three of the tunes off of the brand new record, "Nuance the Musical," and uh, which I gotta say, if, if it's not if it's not the album title of the year, it's goddamn close in my book. That's for sure. Ultimately, that's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say though, on this show previously, you've mentioned how the other Christian fitness records have been sort of the. Uh, the 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 lipsum lorem kind of like placeholder text 
for the artwork that just have magically come together with this fantastic phrases that you've decided no that's that's what the record is uh I, yeah I, I i had the i had the temerity to come up with this title yeah <laughs> we thought we'd we thought we'd step out of the um the the, the off the established box and actually have the uh, person who who wrote the bollocks on the record actually title it because we weren't going to get away with that forever hey just write some words underneath an image and uh that'll just work you know it's a <laughs> But I think in every in every band and every creative process, there there are people who they just know they either have a sense they're going to just work it out. Um, I didn't have a title until two two days before the album came out, and I just thought it's just all of a sudden I'm going to have a title. It's one's going to come, you know. It's like you've ordered it, um, and you ordered it months ago from some. I don't know, like a shitty mail order company, and it just, but it just arrives. It just arrives when it has to arrive. You know, it, it, that, I realise how how ridiculous that sounds. I haven't been doing bongs, I promise you. <laughs> uh, he's doing the bongs again, oh, son. Yeah, get out the prayer book. <laughs> On the bongs again. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I think, you, I think you just named the next one, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm a big bong guy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, for every random title that is generated, you know, that they, they can't all be winners. <laughs> uh, no, abs- absolutely. You know, you well, yeah, you you rather you know putting your putting your fate in the in a in a god I have not yet met. So yeah, luck luck is cool. It's really good. I I think just for anything you're doing, especially of a creative bent, if you give that thing a, a deadline. That's one of the best things you can do for yourself and and it as well, because you just have to get it finished. So what I do is I think sometimes I'm going to need three three months to finish this record, and so I then give myself seven weeks, you know, because then it gets exciting, and yeah. they are they're the most exciting parts of of making music really when the when the chips are down and all the other cliches have come to visit, you know. Yeah, but the, uh, yeah, it gives you that yeah. that focus. Absolutely, and it and it just you burn away all the unnecessary stuff, and it, it's like finish the record in that time, or it's it's probably going to be released, and you'll be embarrassed. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, it might be a yeah. decent plan to finish this and send some. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, ab- absolutely. So, but yeah, um, I don't know how we how we got today. You know me and digressions. <laughs> well, and, and that's why we're a dangerous combination, my friend. Not the best. It's all the it's all the bones. <laughs> All, all the bongs, volume two. All the bongs. <laughs> Not, yeah. Turns out volume one wasn't quite all the bongs. So, all the, yeah, all the bongs, volume two. The rest of the bongs. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if someone had a record called All the Bongs, Volume Two, I I might buy it. I would I, definitely I'd listen stop. to yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 ne- and never, of course, release Volume One. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, that's that's the key no. part of this. That's the key part yeah, of this yeah, title. Is what makes it so all good. The- all the bongs volume two yeah i you know what there's there's something in that yeah there's something in that i think you've just i think you've just peaked it's, it's like clearly you didn't get all the bongs there's a volume two right i mean that's a that's a, that's a logical yeah. progression though no you see no you see it, it's it's something else it's something else to me as well it just it, it impl- I, I don't know it, I, I was i was thinking about something else entirely but 
Again, that will be the bongs. <laughs> exactly, that's the bongs talking, uh, my friend. Getting dangerously close to uh, getting dangerously close to shit catchphrase territory, so I'll move. I'll move back. <laughs> yeah, we're def- definitely. So, so, so's your new life then, living in uh, wherever wherever it is you live. <laughs> And well, I know you moved. I know you moved from California to not California. So yeah, for a yeah. British person, for a British person, it's like binary. That's what we work on. As, as coming coming from the mouth of someone else, it could potentially be taken as insulting. But I assume it is is nothing of the sort. Uh, no, no. I've got you. honestly, I've got too many thoughts for. I've got too much happening for details at the minute. Honestly, as a new as, as somebody looking to spend most of my time looking after a child, I'm literally. At an infant's level at the minute, you know, so, <laughs> and that's how my that's how my brain is functioning. So yeah, it, I do apologize. It, it's fine. It's it's a lot colder. There's snow. Uh, there's a lot more space. It's much cheaper. So it's very easy. It's much easier to accomplish artistic goals, which mm-hmm. is lovely. Uh, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of very wonderful people around here that are. Uh, it's it used to be people I would see every you know, year, <laughs> year and a half maybe. And now I get to see them all the time. And that's, that's fantastic. And that's it made, cool. Well, yeah, great. And it made for the, uh, you know, the, a, a, the return to the West coast on a tour to be wildly successful, um, <laughs> it, it, on the macrocosmic level that I, I deal with certainly. And cause apparently oh, sorry, the, I, I just assumed, sorry, I do apologize. I just assumed you were being sarcastic. Because, no, I, I mean, know. wildly successful in that it didn't, you know, did not lose money. Minor amounts of money were made with great that's, press. That's oh. anybody's, that's anybody's idea of successful these days. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, apparently all you gotta do is move away is, is the key is move away. And then everyone <laughs> decides that they like you and they will attend your, attend your shows and they will write nice things about you. So did, did you become exotic? Like, uh, like an Athenian general who, uh, who, who left, who left Athens after the Pel- Peloponnesian wars and ended up and ended up going over to the side of, of the Persians. We like that. I was going to make a, a, a Greek God of loquaciousness joke earlier, uh, from, from an earlier, I think digression. Is that, is that a particular genre of joke? Is it? <laughs> it, is, now. it is now, sir. That's, that's fucking niche, my friend. Well, have you listened to the show? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Well, we're all, we're, we all at best are niche. That's that's all we can ever hope for, isn't it? So, to be so, particularly so, niche, to be noticeably niche. I, I, I appreciate speaking of niche. Uh, I appreciate the fact that nuance and musical, much like you know the movie Alien or Planet of the Apes, kind of lets you know what's it about with the title. It's in ah. the title. <laughs> Mm. And uh, it, it's something where I, I was I was wondering, you know, when I when before I heard it, I'm like, I wonder if that's just you know, ah, this is you know, funny phrase, nuance the musical, you know, because of course, who looks for nuance in this day and age? Mm. Which is say almost nobody. People crave the familiar generally. Uh, but then when I actually start listening to it, you know, there's strings all over the place. The arrangements are uh, it, it's a, it's it sounds much like. Well, it sounds like you, and it sounds like Christian Fitness, of course, because that is who performs it, if you're not aware. But it's definitely digs into some different territory, and it, it's real interesting here, and it, it is very nuanced, and that's something where, you know, the, I think the on-the-nose... I mean, it's no All the Bongs volume, too, you understand, but I think the on-the-nose definitely works. There. What? What is, as we've already discussed? <laughs> so, I mean, was that... Was that like a, a, when you listen to the songs i mean did you have the idea first for like hey this is going to be a bit of a divergence is it just how that shook out like how did that come no, to pass? 
just write you just write songs, piss around, and the sounds which come out come out. To me, you see the songs. They all sound, they're the same kind of songs, they're just, they're just delivered in a different way, you know. Um, but, yeah, you just muck on and I just, most of my songwriting is done late at night when everyone else has gone to bed. And I just, yeah, I, my, the technical term for it is I just piss around for a few hours and see what happens. And sometimes it's, it's very, very bad, most of the time it's bad, but occasionally something which you like happens and if it sounds like... You know, you try different instruments occasionally because in the same way with a different guitar, you just put your hands on the strings and something different happens, something magic, um, which you can't which you can't explain other than the virtue, it's just a new guitar. So the novelty has helped you be creative. And sometimes, you know, just playing around with different things can be fun, but ultimately it's just the, the songs you write and then you end up with 10 or 15 of them and you go, well, it's, it, by default, it's an album now. You're just going to have to... Fucking deal with it. Mm. <laughs> I find the best albums are usually declared by default. <laughs> yeah, like 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 anything. I mean, you don't want to go on about it too much. You know, you just that's the that's. I mean, that's the frustrating thing that you know the persistent search for narrative or angle in order to 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 sell musicals. You know, sell isn't the right word just to get music to a to a new listener. Yeah, um, yeah, and. I mean that that stuff is just unreal. I mean it's it you know twas always thus as absolute pricks say anybody who says that is a prick. But <laughs> it, it's it's always being the same man. It's story and and you and you can't help it. The story works. Humans like stories, you know. Even when it's a crappy band, once there's a story associated with it, even in the most discerning of minds, that band's now alive. Oh you know? man, I. Yeah. I I watched the Journey documentary. That's and like yeah. it was largely effective. I, mean, I still don't care for Journey, but I enjoyed the documentary of seeing them take this fellow for you know was basically in a karaoke band singing these songs, and suddenly he's like, you know, the Mark Wahlberg of the documentary rock star. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in this situation. Yeah, but, it, but some bands are so interesting, but they're so because they're oft, often because they're such a toxic combination of personalities, especially when. Mm. Those, those personalities end up with something approaching success. But, you know, the, the very interesting bands are usually pretty terrible, you know? <laughs> and and that, that, that's all they have because you have, a, you have an image in your mind of the, of the misbehavior of, right. the, of the, the whatever, of the, of the bad thing or whatever. And as a result, it, it becomes... You know, if you repeat a story a hundred times, then it's out there, isn't it? And everybody's talking, talking about it. But stories, yeah, it, it, obviously it's frustrating. The thing is, everybody has a story. It's just a, um, it just, I don't know. I think some people are dignified enough not just to go around putting themselves on display all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and and I think uh, harkening back to what you just said. It, the I I really enjoy that our band could be your life book, but I feel like as much as I love the band Fugazi, the Fugazi chapter is objectively the most boring one in the entire book. It's like oh, they just are friends and they make good music and they run around and have a good time. Oh, okay, well, no yeah, reason. guys make music. Occasionally, it's not as good as it is other times. <laughs> yeah, There's, there was a there was a thing once with a spider. Um, <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, just this the stuff. And the thing is with us, obviously, this. Like with any people, the reason why you keep things which are private, private. We've had conflicts or whatever. We've had 
arguments. We've got people who are not in the band any longer, but yeah. in terms of, you know, the kind of dramatic kind of arc, the canon of absolute horseshit, which, say, companies are bound like The Clash, mm, mm. you know, were they a band or were they a paramilitary group? <laughs> who can, who can, who, who can say? I mean, but I, I quite like some of The Clash's music, honestly, um, but they're far more interesting than good to me. Yeah, and, and, and devoid of image, the music still holds up, and by the same token... Yes, you're also- I think, yeah. I think so. Uh, yeah, and and you're also talking about a band that at its you know, Naskin end, uh, Sans Mick Jones made a record called "Cut the Crap," which is the most deep, deeply ironic statement ever made in an album title. <laughs> yeah. uh, whereas Joe Strummer and the Sesh Bros, uh, additionally speaking, one of my favorite stories from that is there there is a song on there called "We Are the Clash." Yeah, that Sparks covered. Which I in a deep, in a <laughs> I deep, didn't. I didn't know that. That's, didn't know. that's very good. You get a round of applause. Yeah, yeah in, in wow. a deeply Sparks esque move to cover <laughs> not just the Clash song, but that specific Clash song was just mm. ah cement, cemented a certain. That's amazing. Respect in my mind that had already been cemented many times over. Good, good luck oh. to everybody involved in that story. <laughs> <laughs> so, do, I mean, do you think that as far as the, like the reductive power of storytelling, do you think that reduces the the, the power of narrative and allegory? As far as it kind of seems like with authenticity, there seems to be this assumption that oh, the person singing this song is literally having these feelings or has had these experiences all the time. Well, yeah. So either on one on one side, you've got people consuming things like cows. No offense to cows, or uh, you have you know a, a, a kind of self-identified discerning crowd. You know, but I think sometimes that even as somebody who considers themselves to be God, I wish I had a better label than than discerning. I sound like I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm giving the you know giving giving a lecture to an empty fucking hall. But um, it, it, that's that's no reflection on you. It's a reflection on the emptiness of my words. But it just. I don't know. I thought you were going to say the Skype level acoustics, which do have a lecture hall esque aspect t- to the ambiance. <laughs> there's, there's room for everything in music. There's room for stupid, silly fun. There's room for pissing around. There's room for something with a bit more to it. Should you seek it out? And I just feel that increasingly we're just getting a, you know, mm, yeah. I in terms of in terms of the stuff you actually get to hear. I mean, that's again, that's only my take. People will always say. Well, if you know where to look, there's this and there's this and there's this. But it is hard to actively consume all the time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's the the the, the democratization of uh, you know uh, decent recording rigs and things like that just also increases the static level. So, well, yeah, it's, it's well, a fire hose, <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and it's if you're, <laughs> you know, if you have certain filters or or if there's an in already. Uh, at a certain level, then that is a wonderful thing universally. But to get something new heard that maybe isn't coming from a familiar place, mm-hmm. that can be a daunting aspect because there is just so much. Not even just with music, but you're not you're competing with all music of all time, not just what came out that mm-hmm. week. Yeah, yeah. It, it has no bearing on the quality. It's just it's it's weird, isn't it? Because obviously. The whole thing continues to work in some sense, so it, it so it continues. What what it takes, like with anything, is for a complete breakdown, um, for for things to you know change fundamentally. It's it's the same. It's the same everywhere. So I have, you know, I have no idea, but there are still people who value 
you know, who value those those magic moments, not those magic moments that their arousal centres have been expertly prepared in order to appreciate, which is the way which is the way a lot of a lot of bands are sold, really, aren't they? They mm-hmm. they're, they're they're a part of a I don't know. They've got a the thing they've got to say is is got to be more than music, doesn't it? Well, and there's a close tie-in with identity with that. That yeah, and you know, don't get me wrong. Saying something which is more than music is a you know is is often a, a great thing, but it it can't be it can't be the only thing because then why bother with the fucking music? Right. <laughs> Right. right, why not just be a reality star, right? Which apparently yeah, we just just <laughs> just, the just stand on stage, stand on stage in in your nice shoes, just talk about what the fuck happened, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, and 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 occasionally, I don't know, occasionally totter into the crowd if that's you know if you've had a few too many shandies, you know. But <laughs> but yeah, but I don't see why you've got to bore the rest of us with the music, you know. The, yeah. There's, certainly, there's certainly some people that I wish would would take up that circuit mm. and and quit with the music making because it's it's enough. But yeah, they, the thing is though, they you know if if they're, I think when you can see that these you know demented husks of humanity are having a good time, then at least they're having a good time. Yeah, so exactly. Who's to say? But I think when you see one of those those bands who are mining that, you know. Uh, suspiciously teenage-aimed music at, and you can see you can see the terror in their eyes at what's happening to them you know mm-hmm. they, they're the kind of people who want to meet and hang out with Fugazi they don't want to be doing that kind of thing really right. unless they've taken so much coke it's all broken you know um, <laughs> which is entirely so, plausible <laughs> which is which is likely to be honest with you so why am I saying all of this shit but but yeah, it's um yeah. When you see those people, you're like, man, you gotta stop. You know, you're you're making the planet Earth demonstrably worse. Yeah, which is exactly the opposite of what you ought to yeah. be doing. You know, coming from the world of, hey, when you're playing music, you know, you're you're adding into something that's like a, there's a rich history for, and hopefully adding something to the conversation. Yeah, just just you know, it was ridiculously hippie as it sounds. Just whatever you're doing, yeah, great art project. Love your film idea, yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, your kid's really good at football. Just try and try and leave the world a little bit better than you found it, you know. And yeah. somebody in a band, I don't know, verb verb noun uh, emotive anecdote. That's probably what they're called. Vietnam emotive <laughs> Good name for it. I don't know. Maybe there's a post rock band called that already. I'm not entirely sure. But when you, when you, when you see those people, that nothing nothing good is happening there. You know, it's a, it's a, it's an horrendous occurrence. Mm. Well, that's a hole to dig out of, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a hole, my friend. It's a oh, it's an ant hat. <laughs> No, but I think it, it. I think it touches on an important thing of this idea of authenticity too, and, and that you know how much. As someone who's a big fan of the allegorical tale, like I mean, do, I mean, do we literally think that everyone that sings murder ballads is is murdering people? You know, I, 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 that's more than likely not the case. I have no proof one way or the other. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, would put the work of Stephen King into a rather different context, wouldn't it? 
right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maine's a pretty jacked yeah. up place, as it turns out. <laughs> yeah, this guy, this guy, well, well, of course, some of it is true. I mean, we're pretty sure from his books that he knows a writer or two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, one, one or two, one or two authors appearing as uh, characters in his books. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. But I, th- I feel like for me, for my taste, you know, I, I am someone that very much appreciates nuance, but let's go ahead and charitably say that I am not a large target market. I mean, no, <laughs> anything, no. anything overtly like, you know, dangerously precocious and, and smart, but with like a little bit of, uh, you know, sass danger and or outright attitude is usually right up my alley. And, uh, I don't know. It seems like people want rebellion, but they want safe rebellion. They want like kind of a safe, they want an already agreed upon a rebellion. Yeah, right. Which is not rebellion. There's nothing rebellious about that. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see uh, the the lady I, I love and still love played once at a show, and she was playing uh, for somebody. I'm not going to say who. And it was uh, at the end of the show. This uh, they got people up on stage like to dance while they played a song, which was a cover which they shouldn't have been playing anyway. It was. Horrible. It's very rare in my life where there's bad music and, you know, there's a bunch of twats, but occasionally <laughs> you'll see a song played which is so, something happens which is so wrong on a stage, you just stand up and go, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, right. I know exactly. just to not, no, absolutely not. An adult needs to come and stop this. <laughs> um, this you know, basically the whole way I've, I think the whole world has felt since Trump got elected, mm-hmm. you know, the whole. Yes. Well, when when does an when does an adult appear like Snagglepuss from <laughs> the, from the side of the screen and just go? No, no, I'm I'm very sorry, guys, but this is this is an outrage. Just cannot be allowed. If we could just if we could just pack it up and get the fuck on, we got yeah. we got just a world to, to be on. Just wanting um, Graham Chapman to just come in and just just put a stop to the whole thing. Just, nope, nope, <laughs> well, no. Or, or maybe it's maybe it's been like you know a, a Bobby's dream in Dallas. Maybe that's it. You know. And everyone will just wake up tomorrow, and it'll be, and it'll be, um, I don't know, whatever it is now. I don't think a word's been invented to sum it all up. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say it wouldn't necessarily be all right, but it would be relieving, I suppose. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it would be well. It would be odd because it's been a very fucking detailed dream. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> been a very, very detailed dream, and I can't say I like what it's done for my knees. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So everyone lives in a constant state of, of anxiety, depression, and rage. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and that's uh, going on two years. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take a, a bite of a, a non-meat burger. One second. Well, I do think it's interesting too that uh, you know, folks are like, oh, I'm I'm just oh angry at things all the time. It's like I've been that way for the last 30, 38 years. Like, welcome to the party. Mm. Like. Yeah. This is just a more ex- much more extreme version of that. Welcome to the club, I guess. I like that charitable thirty-eight. Like the first two years. Of yeah, my yeah, life, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, I was going to say I was probably a very calm child. You know, was, was not quite, wasn't wasn't yeah, reading the newspaper. I don't think you ever been described as calm, have you? <laughs> yeah, more than likely not. No, no, calm. No, no. Maybe maybe a feud in bullet time. Yeah, maybe if it was opposite day, or if we were talking about you know some some adjective that would nullify the actual word. Relatively at rest. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not not a thing I'm known oh, for. No, no calm. Let's let's not go with calm. <laughs> let's. Uh, if anyone suggests that, 
maybe question why they're the person making out the list. (laughs) (laughs) So with uh, Uh, harkening back over to the the album you just dropped, as as we say in the the biz. We, we 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 absolutely do not say that. Yeah, nobody says we that. Don't, That's we don't we don't say drop. No, yeah, um, yeah. It's you know I've I very much enjoyed making it, and I was very excited by it. And for some reason, I really thought it would it would two or three of the songs which would get played on the radio as well. But um, as in you know radio over here, radio six six music and stuff like that. But it hasn't quite worked out the way I assumed. But. You know, the only thing, and it, but it reteaches you. The only thing to actually get excited about is is the song itself. Doing the work. Um, yeah. We've talked we've talked about it loads of times, though. Sometimes you you get caught up, usually when you're younger in a band, and obviously you love music, but then you get caught up in things, and and lots of people forget that the, the actual making of the music is the most fun part of the of, of the deal. You know, mm. um, and use it as a as, as something to get to get somewhere else. And so I've always. Um, I was very lucky to be around people who who were friends who got uh, deals before me and to see kind of what happened to them. Cautionary deals, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, not even in an, not in, in, an, in an extreme way, but just to see the different stages that people went through with it mm. from the from that feeling of invulnerability because there's that little moment where whenever you hear of a band getting signed or especially back then or having money put into them, there was suddenly an inevitability they were going to be big almost. Yeah. When it didn't happen, there was that slight drop off and then there was the the part where they got dropped by their record label. And it's it's weird because even 10, 12 years ago, the, the whole, like the terms of engagement were different. You talk about bands being drop now and everything whereas now i mean does that even mean anything anymore <laughs> right you're, exactly so, your advance being dropped it just means yeah well it just means their music's available from another source straight away yeah they can print up as many copies as the pre-order indicates they should print up mm-hmm. so uh yeah we live in a we live in a different world now in all kinds of ways it's not all it's not all disaster capitalism or maybe that is disaster capitalism <laughs> It's not so bad then. I, I, yeah, I, I definitely spend more time at the post office than I originally intended yeah. to when I picked up a guitar. Yeah, you know. Yeah, oh mate, oh the, oh, the stories I have. <laughs> I mean, oh, this, I, I basically post out all of our stuff, all the future, the left, and the Christian fitness stuff, and uh, the, sto- the the stories, are, the the screaming arguments I had with people in our old post office in <laughs> Cardiff. It's, I, you know. It's way beyond. It's way beyond any kind of Larry David style misunderstanding. And all the way, all the way at, all the way at, do this or I will murder you. You know, like that kind of, that kind of level, that level of disagreement. And really, oh my word, oh the, as 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 much of a bitch as I can be, it takes a lot to actually get a complaining email at me. Right. You know, dear sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid, you know, that kind of business. Yeah, yeah. But I've I've sent so many about the post office to the post office over here. My word. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very adversarial relationship, it sounds like. It became that way because they didn't think that they had a responsibility to send mail. Mm. And, and I, was, I was 
I was, you see, because over here, God, this is far too much detail for anybody. We have the post office, which is the location where you post the fucking mail, and Royal Mail, who deliver the mail. And they used to be part of the same company, but they're not anymore. And so it makes that now that is disaster capitalism. Mm, yes. And as a result, the post office itself, which provides other services like your fucking post office does, um, sometimes doesn't prioritize mail in the same way it should. <laughs> You know? um, I think that'd be on the priority list. Oh boy, but. Honestly, the amount of times I've had to go in there and just basically use words in a particular order in order to fucking entirely convince somebody that they should do what is in essence the why their job exists. Because the post office isn't there because of the, the fucking candy it sells, is it? Right. It's yeah. there. It's I there as a hub. It's there as a hub for mail. Anyway, yeah. that's the thing the, that no one special podcast bit you probably can tell my fury yeah i was gonna say uh you, you, nobody's going to the post office for the atmosphere necessarily mm-hmm. i just like the ambiance. No. <laughs> yeah i know yeah i love i love the post office yeah they got surround sound there <laughs> I, I really just enjoy waiting long lines with people with very hangdog looks on their face <laughs> well for me Honestly, if there's ever a time in my life where I'm anti-immigration, it's when I'm stood in a post office queue and someone in front of me who's clearly just arrived in the country is trying to send nine sweaters to Edinburgh or something and it suddenly becomes a question of, you know, the whole transaction taking 35 minutes. So that is about the only time in my in my life that I'm not totally welcome of immigration in the British Isles. That's how bad that's how bad the post office is. It turns turns me temporarily right wing. <laughs> maybe that's one maybe Morrissey lives in a post office. I, was I, I, I kid I kid you not, sir. I was about to say and you can blame your postmaster general Morrissey is what I was is literally yeah. the thing I was about to say. Wow. Yeah. That's, there's Morrissey something to be said is. there. It's you know what we should I mean like it's even the the issue I was never a fan anyway. I mean aesthetically musically it's just just not for me but I understand other people were thoroughly jazzed with it which which is great. But I think people I know some some nice people who really like Morrissey and it just it feels bad to put the, the boot in anymore, you know? Yeah. It's like, if you've got a mate who's got a racist uncle who also does shit karaoke, you don't call him up every week and go, your mate is a racist and he does shit karaoke, mate. <laughs> All right? And, yeah. and you, you know, that would just be naughty. So, and they know now. I certainly hope so. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that's one artist that definitely has not benefited from the melding of the art and artist that seems to be such a uh, no, no. age. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, maybe maybe keep and, that era of mystery, Maz. <laughs> and no, yeah, yeah. Era of oh my word, what a what a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but isn't it weird? Like like people would think it was any of his business. Um, if you're going to speak with such authority on issues of immigration, particularly anti-immigration, maybe you shouldn't have been the son of immigrants who then moved to another fucking country, you know? Well, I mean, it's not even hypocrisy, is it? It's a stage, it's a stage beyond that. It's hypocrisy. It's just, (laughs) do you even, do you even, can you even hear those fucking words coming out of your mouth, you idiot? You know what? What has become of you? Have a bath. <laughs> well, 
Well, and and I and I feel like that's that's another person that would definitely benefit from having somebody close to him that just you know would would, would gently put the hand on the on his hand and just no wait stop yeah don't mate, do that yeah mate don't 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 say that it's beyond ignorant and frankly and frankly you don't know you, you don't live there yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's, maybe don't say that yeah maybe just. On any, I mean, you know, I'm I'm somebody who tries to uh, reduce my environmental footprint. I try not to eat that much meat. Um, I'm, and this is the thing with Morrissey. Sometimes you'll start a sentence, and the s- sentence will start absolutely fine. Yeah. And you're like, I like this sentence, and then he just throws in uh, suddenly Hitler, you know, or <laughs> or, or I, I, you know, or AIDS or something right. or. Or some ridiculously misogynist. Just right when you think the sentence Whoa, is going to be. Whoa! What happened? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, happened. maybe. Maybe he's an, again. Maybe he's an, another Andy Kaufman character. You know, you just. You <laughs> I was just thinking. Don't know. He, he just has that. It's just. It's, it seems ridiculous. He, there must be a genuine problem there. I mean, I was thinking of more of the like the Burroughs cut up method, where you just take like it's like it's like <laughs> soliloquies from different plays and like the wildly disparate <laughs> characters. But each sentence being some amalgamation of that, right? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. With with Morris, I would just I, I don't really see that because with Morrissey, it's it's a very focused dickheadery. You know, <laughs> it's not just random statements. He keeps coming back to the same things. He's, you know, he's it's not like it's not, it's not a new thing for him. He didn't. He wasn't for years and years all hey man, and then all of a sudden went I'm a Nazi. He's been. He's been whispering it. He whispered it for a while. Yeah. Then he went into a full-on bellow, and nobody noticed. So now he's now he's hired an aeroplane. He's had it written in the fucking sky. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. And it's it's. I mean, we live we live in a time also where you know Billy Corgan is uh, going on Alex Jones's show oh, and talking about social justice. We, we do. Come on, come on. Though. Let's let's have more cheer in our life. Let's not go straight from Morrissey <laughs> to Billy Corgan. I mean, I mean, yes, come on now. There are there are there. You know, we've we have. We have cells to positively charge. That's uh, no, I can't. I can't do it to myself. I honestly, I think if we did those two in a row, I, I think <laughs> I'd get, I think I'd be short of breath. Yeah. I think yeah. I'd be short of breath. You know, I'd, let's let's raise a glass to Billy. Have a good night, whatever, whatever weird vamp, cod vampiric dream it is you're living <laughs> out this evening. And let's yeah. Let's talk about something else. Come on, he likes, <laughs> he likes cats and tea. Just leave him well, alone. Well, I mean, it's 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 you know it, it, it's no, it's notable. Like it's notable. That's all I'm saying. And 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 I, I think it's it's. Yeah. But for me, I don't get a charge out of being angry at at people like that. I I still enjoy kind of representing things that I love and things that I, that inspire me and that in some cases confound too. Uh, some of the best art I've generally been like this puzzles me and i'm going to unlock the mystery of it mm-hmm. and i mean the, the nice thing about the aforementioned fire hose not the band fire hose which <laughs> is perfectly adequate but yeah. uh, <laughs> but the actual fire hose of of new music and and you will just say content uh is that there is that ability that people mythologize of just finding the coolest weirdest most badass thing that you never would have been able to find back in the day because you have this immersive environment where somebody can just name three words 
and like that's the band name and you look it up and suddenly you're you're listening to their music two and three seconds later yeah. and that is a, a very uh, harp, thing. harp revenge yawn or <laughs> or, 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 or tomorrow legs question yeah <laughs> exactly and it, it's there's probably a band and it more than likely is ska but th- that said you yeah. can find it immediately just follow up bandcamp.com and <laughs> yeah. see what pops up you'll, you'll you'll nail it more often than not yeah <laughs> and so i think that it's it's fantastic that you know culture being what it is in this this wild crazy train of uh absolute insolent uh anti-intellectual bs that we they were forced to write upon that well this but this is the this is the part of the problem for me that was the fact that you've even got to say anti-intellectual because you know that that it, it, a that shouldn't be the point um but it but it, it, it ends up being that way because like, because it forces you to be radical. There's something said the other day. You've got um, you got pop music on one hand, and then you've got what you might call certainly when I was at college, a lot of people were what we'd call proper music guys. You know, oh, it's not proper music because it didn't sound like Oasis or something. Yeah. But you know, so it's got to be played on guitars to be proper music, and that is ultimately a. You know, I I I would have considered. My, myself a member of that gang until you meet another other people in that gang and you go eh, I don't really want to be in that gang you know <laughs> yeah. um, you know oh oh god that's what a fundamentalist is but then and so there was a really healthy shift I think in the way music was covered away from just whatever that was just guys with guitars but you know it the the pendulum has swung now and the pendulum has swung. Um, in a you know in a really healthy way I think but and not just get, but not just with guys with guitars you don't need maybe that was a bad way of putting it instead of it just being now it seems that those the the people where it's all about pop and it's all about the I don't know that pop is the wrong word again just the fluffiness of it the instant disposability of it mm-hmm. is everything now like I know people who only have guilty pleasures right right. When it comes down to it, it's like, uh, well, you've just kind of said that you know ev- know everything you like is shit. Yeah. You know? Like, do you even know what you really like anymore? Yeah. Y- yeah. I mean, is, is everything just a, is just a pose of it? And uh, don't get me wrong. It's not, a, it's not a cultural shift, which is troubling the tectonic plates, which underpin us. But it is, a, it is definitely, uh, it's something which means that things just don't get time. Yeah. You know, yeah. and don't get in as much as I, I, yeah, I wish I could use a different word here, don't get consumed in the same way. Yeah. So um, that that's something I find very frustrating as a as as a musician. Just and you know I've done it myself, skipping people's tracks. Like oh, I said, tracks. Sorry, I'm gonna just gonna stab myself in the ball. Uh, songs, um, uh, songs. Uh, you know, after after forty seconds, because. I, I don't know because you're in a position where you make a value judgment that you know enough about what's happened that you can anticipate what else is going to happen. But when somebody say sends us stuff, you always always give it a listen. You know, it's like three unless it's a post rock band, it's fourteen minutes long. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, it is time. Which case, skip to the different sections, see you know, see where they went loud, loud or loud, quiet, right. and see Mo- how well mo- they pulled that. Movement seven and eight really tie it together, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think. You know, a lot of post rock bands don't even listen to their own records. So you yeah. know, they, they 
they, they know how it goes. They're like, yeah, we, you can forward this bit four minutes. It's just, it's just Bob whispering, fish. It's great. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the idea of there being like this purposeful obsolescence with planned disposable uh, aspects to music is something that I think is a very modern construct as well. But then to a certain degree, I guess you could say that some of these, you know, some of the singles from the fifties were sort of planned obsolescence. It was never meant to be other than ephemeral kids music. And then some of it happened to be yeah. fantastic and yeah. it's tried the test of time. Right. Uh, which it just, it, it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't just want to come across as, you know, it's, it's like one of those things. I, uh, but you know, People often say, I fundamentally believe the world is unfair in the following way, it is unfair to me. Um, <laughs> and, y- y- you know, because that's a, well, it's a natural human thing, I think, uh, you know, to think. But there's, there's, you know, there's, there's good stuff out there, but it's very, very difficult. I find it difficult to find it. I know the argument is you can click on it and it's there in a moment, but the other things... You're, it's implied that you should click on before you click on that thing. It's just the, uh, I mean, it's it's an it's an epic verse, isn't yeah. it? It's, uh, it goes on and on and on. So yeah, not enough time. There could be some of the greatest bands out there, and you might have heard a note about them. Right. Yeah. And that's there's a fear of that, but also kind of a, a there's a weird sort of. Um, optimism in that for me in a way because the misplaced optimism of the doomed perhaps yes, perhaps <laughs> yeah but, no, you, but you, yeah but you, I, if i can just interrupt to say that is a beautiful thing yeah the misplaced optimism of the doomed it's <laughs> it's glorious you know what sometimes you go down and you go down with nothing but my god you go down with yourself like you know <laughs> and and sorry i, I interrupted my friend Do no continue. that's right. uh but yeah just generally like the the, the the that misplaced optimism of the doom is that that band could be out there and I could find them. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but uh, to me, there is also, there's nothing purer than the, when you see surveys, maybe it's a British thing. There'll be awards given out every year. And I don't know, whatever magazine, you know, uh, eyeshadow and revenge porn or whatever, the, whatever the, whatever the magazine is called nowadays. Um, but, um yeah you see um sorry i completely forgot my point <laughs> that's because different bands that are new perhaps that uh yeah, no sorry i've had you know what it's it's like quarter past two here and i've had so many thoughts today it's been i'm not saying any of them have been good quality but my day began my day began it my day began at um 8 a.m with with ella so um it's, I've I've gone through all, all the stages today. I did actually go, manage to go for a run in the sun though, because uh, we we had some glorious weather here today. So that made Fantastic. that made a nice change from the the horrendous weather we've had recently. And the fact that our house is basically I don't know. It certainly wasn't built with Britain in mind. Put it that way. Uh, <laughs> I, I was I was literally shoveling snow this morning. So in, in, uh, in see, April. <laughs> you see, we don't have anything like that. That's basically why. Yeah. yeah. We, we, I mean, that's basically why a lot of people stay in Britain because we don't have extreme weather events. Yeah, it never you know? gets too much. It's a little. It's a little bit like being, uh, you know, inside somebody's armpit a good portion of the time, but it's never too extreme. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it'll get 
we'll have maybe two or three really hot weeks in the summer. It's probably about two cold weeks in the winter, but it's only below freezing for a bit. It's not that kind of deal. You know, it's not too fruity. Um, but our house has just been, it's been horrendous. Some, some of the music I, I made over the last few months was deliberately frantic just because I, I needed to keep warm. It's been so cold, in fact, that I've developed eczema and nosebleeds. Oh, oh wow. So, so yeah, so and that's that's in Britain. But the the air's drier in London. Um, Cardiff, it, it rains a lot in Cardiff okay. because yeah. of because of where the uh, whatever the hell the Gulf Stream hits hits Britain. Yeah. So so uh, London's a much a much drier place. So you see, if I was somebody engaged in building a narrative around my record, I could maybe build my big move into London. And having a child into the story, you know, the story of the album, uh-huh. I could imply, I could imply marital problems as a result, you know, and I could really fucking get some good traction behind it. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that, that sounds thing. just salacious enough to uh, maybe move. You know, just, <laughs> but the thing is, we 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 know, like, you you know, Conan, your your music will be particularly paid attention to if you murder somebody with an axe. <laughs> Or when, or, or if you're murdered with an axe, absolutely. And the yeah, same way. goes, and the same goes for me, and the same goes for y- your mate Pete, and uh, Ed, that that's it. And I mean, the last movie was cool. called Art of Murder, so it's like it's like the, the, every every punchline oh, writer. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's in the headline right there. So. But it, but it's but, but it's it's true. But you know, on but on another level, so what. You know, as in the music's the music's still there ultimately. Of course. And I know, as I you know, I spend I, I go through phases. I go through like a, a week here or there where I feel very disillusioned, and then you you realise you're being disillusioned about the wrong things. As long as the music, as long as the songs are coming out right, right. and standing on stage feels like feels like the best thing in the world every time. Then ultimately, the other thing. It doesn't matter. It's, it's ephemeral and it, it it's passing and it's ephemeral. And hey, we all want stuff, right? We all want to not feel like dicks out there, but <laughs> you know, but but some of us are, of course. So you know, that's a problem. But right. that said, uh, well, hey, you know, we've we've all we've all got our shadow, but you know, it just if if you if if it, if it means the world to you, and especially when. It's d- desperately an exciting thing for a younger person to hear, but especially when you've been doing it for years and you realise you love it more all of the time. That's, 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 a, that's an, it's a, it's an amazing. It's actually an. I feel very lucky. I know some incredibly talented uh, musicians and in a lot of senses of the word who start playing relatively young because they thought maybe they got it out of their system or whatever, or maybe they just ran into too many dead ends, yeah. but. For me, I'll have those moments where I'm not enjoying it, and then all of a sudden it'll just start feeling like magic again, and it's like, yeah. you know, it's, it's even better than a series of bongs, you know, <laughs> even better than that. But it is, it's a, it's a light, it's a lightheadedness it brings on. It's yeah. just, a, you know, and it, I'm, I'm so glad that now when I get that feeling of a new song, it's. It, it's not like with other people I've known where you can tell it's the, you know, it's the, what, what's that uh, saying, the law of diminishing returns with them. It's it's the same, and it's more in some cases. I feel very, very lucky 
about that. Mm. Well, and, and, very, very yeah, and, and I think to a certain degree, like what you put out into the world too, it, it as if if you're making the journey itself the destination, if the journey itself, like doing the work. Yeah. Is, is, is what you're trying to accomplish than any ancillary benefits or the fact that you're actually yeah, helping culture or like helping, you know, even like a single listener, like find something wonderful that makes life incrementally less shitty than it was the day before. Absolutely. Hey, right yeah, on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've, I haven't in the course of my like career, I haven't had loads of comments or I like emails like that, but I've had some of them and, you know, that kind of thing. And you don't necessarily need to enter into a, some kind of conversation with a person about that. You know, you've just been told it. Um, but it's it's an incredible feeling, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, just to just to know that moment has happened. I think maybe some people, sorry, I'm getting some noise. I've got one cat trying to get in one door and another cat coming in through a cat flap. So just one second. <laughs> just to go to negotiate. You want to come in, darling? No. I think there's an allegory there. <laughs> no, 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 there's just a cat. <laughs> I was going to say, if we somehow tie it into the greater meaning of this conversation, we would be really impressive uh, statesmen of words. That, no, any, no. Anything, anything which gets tied up is... Is automatically lame. That's the first rule of. That's the first rule of conclusions. But it could move some units, which also is nice. So, oh, I, mate, yeah, let's move some. Let's move some units. It's so weird, like, um, because I don't know if you, I don't know if you have the this. The, this is incredibly niche radio programming now. Turn turn away celebrity. Um, if you have the Bandcamp app on your phone, um, it tells you exactly the links people clicked. In order to uh, really? where they came from, in order to, to buy your oh, stuff, yeah, that's just on the app of the phone. Yep, yep, yep. And you know what? You, I, I looked. Put it this way: I looked at that today, and I thought, I know, I know things now about, <laughs> you know, where where I'm meant to put my attention now. You know, because that is the most cost-effective way to spend the li- little bits of time I do on promotion. You know. And I just felt, I just felt so wrong. It just felt, <laughs> and not we good wrong, you yeah, know, yeah. not another guilty pleasure kind of wrong. But um, guess what? The cat wants to go back out through the door. Just came through. Hang on. Shock, shocker. Come on, come on, Genghis. Go on, so 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 do you. So yeah, I believe. He's gone now. I, was say, I, I believe not at the bonus round 100th episode episode, but the last time I had you on uh, for a full length, I believe a young Genghis was a uh, just a kitten. Now, so right? Uh, I don't know. Well, Genghis is over four now, so um, yeah, Ella's Ella's like one in a month. So yeah, one of one of the ones uh, I don't remember, and, and also you've been in the show a lot. Let's not gild the lily. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, it's not a show. It's a support group, isn't it? So, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. That's so good. I need, it. I need it. I need it as well. So no worries. Yeah. That might end up in the intro. Actually, that's pretty solid. I gotta say. <laughs> After I got my review saying that the, the uh, on iTunes, one of only three or four reviews, basically complaining about the length of the theme song, and that everything else was fine, but it, I was docked a full two stars for the length of the theme song. I was like, wow, that's someone who takes their theme song seriously. Yeah, mate. Thing is, you work with Bob Rock, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't this, this chorus, 
were out. Lay the law down. You saying your stuff, you know. Yeah, just work with a work with a top guy next time. <laughs> <laughs> we were uh, early earlier on radio. No, this is very niche radio, which is hilarious because it's not like it hasn't been before. But we we were listening um, earlier to radio. No, but we heard the Metallica song. What was what was the song? Escape. Josh? Escape. Escape. Which apparently Metallica, uh, a rich source of amusement themselves, find to be particularly oh, trapped, trapped under ice. That one yeah. <laughs> from is that Ride the Lightning. It's on Ride the Lightning. Ride yeah, the yeah. Lightning. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, like just 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 I mean, I guess Metallica in general, really. I mean, that's the that's the begin that's the beginning of the story and the punchline. But just mm, to have well, like to be that's so a, that's a mighty land you've covered there. It's vast. <laughs> but to be so blissfully self-aware in so very important ways, but then to have like the level of self-awareness to feel embarrassment about a specific tune, where it's like, really, you're embarrassed? Like that's the one, huh? You're, you're like, mate, 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 of will fan man. That, <laughs> that song. Oh yeah. That song is it's it's iced tea and body count funny. That song. <laughs> yes, it yeah, is. It's it's. It's it's weird, isn't it? It's it's yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. it's like it's like know. an it's it's like an umpa lumpa band yeah. and just like I don't know. It has a lyrical conceit which would make a six-year-old go nah. Yeah, it's enough. It's, oh, how, it's really, how many? There's something times? so ham about it. I I, I don't know. It's, yeah. yeah. Wow. How many times on tour I would turn to Michael and just, off the new days, Mist, I run. <laughs> yes. Well, of course you run, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're all yeah. you run, yeah. oh, What's he going to do? But helicopter the, in? The, the back, all that back to the meeting. Back to the meeting. Of, oh, oh, <laughs> life. You're like, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what the world needed right there to be to, to be in that room as they were like yep that's the mix do it <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it that's it send 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 the email attach attach the song to the email send, send it to the record link send it are you sure we should send this no no yeah that's it that's it yeah no send it we yeah. are the biggest rock band in the world. Send the new song, which will be on the new album. Press send. <laughs> oh, my God. We sent it. It's on the album now. It's going through the pressing plant. Will anybody step up? Will anybody say anything? No. Nobody. No. Once again, right. an adult will not step in. That's 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 one of the many reasons why I love some kind of monster documentary, because of Lars's dad. Uh, Lars's yes. dad. Uh, you know... It, it, it's it's beyond comprehension that that documentary. I I still I can't believe they let it be released. <laughs> it's it's like, yeah. I'm that like, is that is easily the most incredible thing that any of us have ever seen. It. Yeah, <laughs> on the, on that level, it's amazing that they yeah they they let that out. They let that be. And what I love is that the 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 audience was all Lars's dad at that point too. Oh, yeah. we, we were all like, no, that's <laughs> don't stop <laughs> that. Stop. Yeah. I know he says. He says, "I would say, delete that." <laughs> and everyone nods. Just, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and you're like, you're like, that's that is also what I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a, uh, it's, but it's, but it's incredible. It's uh, incredible, and it's, it's like it was, it's like it was cast, wasn't no, it? Absolutely, yes. yes. Yeah. It's a Spinal Tap moment. It for is. Sure. But it also, I do think it's amazing when you the, when another like like uh, uh audience uh surrogate in the movie like yeah Lars's dad or just kirk oh yeah poor kirk 
Yeah. So as as there, as as Lars and uh, as Lars and James are having their epic blowout of the, the for the Southern time over. And uh, you know what? What is he says? Him. Oh, sometimes I feel like you're not listening to me, man. Kirk's like, oh yeah. Well, welcome to the last eight years of me being in this band. And like you're just like, what? <laughs> what was that? A major breakthrough that happened? Did he mumbled under his breath? Uh-huh. <laughs> Incredible. Just being the poor I, guy who wants to play guitar. But 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 by the end, you're rooting for the Daft cunts, aren't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. You go and, go on, make your silly little album. <laughs> Your wandery spider basis to, to <laughs> you know, yeah. to, 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 or crab or whatever it's called, that, you know, flummox the crowd from left to right. Um, but I used to work with a guy who went, he plays with his fingers, you know. You're like, I'm, I'm like, you're kidding. With his fingers? Just, just has he heard about plectrums? <laughs> They're demonstrably better for most types of music. You know, it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. You, you know, it's you play with your fingers. You know, it's like when somebody's like, "Have you heard that band? Have you heard them? Can you believe it? They're only 18." You're like, "Is this is this golf? Do they get a handicap? You know, the fucking record, mate. You know, all right, it might be imbued with a with a spirit of youth, but it's not like." Not bad. Oh, actually, 40, oh, you're 47. Well, you're seven years past the peak. It's very good considering your age. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Maybe that oh. explains the good press. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, it is. Maybe it is. You, you've got a reverse handicap going on because you're past 40. That's it. You know what? Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. I've done my time. But, uh, mate, at this stage, at this stage I'll, I'll take yeah, most things. <laughs> yeah, but it, whatever works, man. Sure. The- yeah, you know what? Whatever, whatever gets, whatever gets you through. We did a show once in Dublin, in um, in Ireland, where in case there was any confusion as to where Dublin was, <laughs> not, and, not Dublin, um, there is. We one. were we sold. It turned out the first hundred and fifty tickets for a band called the Future Kings of Spain, who are a very different kind of band to us. And those 150, I know that because 150 people left in the first 15 seconds that we started playing. Wow. In a room in, a room in which there were probably maybe 300, right. 350 people started. So the room, half of the people walked out um, in a really weird way as well. Like only there was a fire alarm that only they were aware of, um, uh, which I guess was our band. So, yeah. Names matter. That's that's the point I came here to make. <laughs> that's a, that's a uh, that's an, an ignoble truth, but a truth nonetheless. Yes. Yeah. That that night we um uh we got banned from uh we got we well not banned but we got we got uh, told off uh, because the show was sponsored by Budweiser and we refused to drink Budweiser on stage as well. Oh. So that's the kind of that's the kind of. Uh, that's the kind of hilarious mystery machine style scrape we used to get into as a band. <laughs> that's the reason why we make the big bucks because we just go along with everything. I was going to yeah. say it was it was touch and go for a minute. You know, there, there was a, there was a one of those metal cans that were actually a bottle that wandered on stage, but nobody drank it. Mm. It's one for the ages. Let those principles. No, yeah, I mean you don't want to Budweiser. The thing is, I understand it when when bands quote unquote sell out, but if you're going to sell out, you should do it. For enough to buy a house or something, right? You know? right yeah, yeah. People who sell out who look like dicks just because Jägermeister want you to want to 
do a thing or what do you know what I mean like yeah, there, right. there are reasons frankly nobody I know if, if somebody if, if McDonald's offered them 300 grand for an advert or something you'd go well if it's not you they're just going to use somebody else yeah so, yeah. so was, buy, was, buy yourself house but when people have already got money and they give their shit up for something like that it's, it's horrendous Al Pacino did an advert for Sky Television over here a few years ago and it it really was quite unpleasant. Mm, you know? Sounds appalling. Yeah, especially yeah, he, was, he can't need the money, right? I mean, well, this is, this is this this is my point. I mean, you don't need to, you know, dance around like a performing monkey, mate. You, you, you're a millionaire times over. But when it is some, you know, when it is some band you've never heard of, and you hear they've got fifty grand to, you know, do. Do do a theme song for Halliburton or something, um, then you <laughs> can't feel it. Maybe not Halliburton. I don't know. If, I don't know if they need a new wave soundtrack down, <laughs> down the old down the old Halliburton offices. Maybe they do. Um, and and I just want to say that I was not pitching for the contract. <laughs> right, it's, it's going to say, <laughs> wink, wink, <laughs> right. wink, wink. Yeah, I can I can only imagine that Radio Nope is well on Halliburton's fucking radar, mate. Yeah, it's there. It is there on the list. Yeah, it's, it's there on the list, but it's small print, but it's there. Yeah, I don't think it's near the top. I think I think they've got the temp looking at that through that information coming through that front. They actually have a whole department just 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 to comb over this show specifically. Really? Yeah, they're, okay. They're they're, wow. they're very miserable. He understand, but. It's, I, it's a living. Yeah, I, it's, it's part of their deal, isn't it? Though you know, that's the thing with evil defense contractors. Not, um, not as chirpy as one would imagine. <laughs> Weirdly, they do have good potlucks, though. Is my understanding. But. Sure, yeah, probably a decent health plan for the employees. <laughs> right. You would guess, um, but yeah, Halliburton. Fair, fair. Hall- here's my, here's my word for them. Halliburton. Fair play to you, you murdering cunts. There you <laughs> there's your corporate. There's your corporate slogan. It's good. It's, it really flows <laughs> off the tongue. I like it. It does. Thank you. Well, I've never worked in advertising, but um, yeah, I, I think I, I think I've got a special talent for it. <laughs> Why? That's that's quite the the uh, digression there. Of uh, <laughs> say, that's a lot even for me. We went away. I gotta say, do you need do you need to fan yourself down? I, I might bit. I might need to. Yes, with my my, my Halliburton oh. fan I have over here. Oh, I'd like to welcome our new oh, sponsor. Oh sir, you are most forward. I need a moment. To, I need a moment or two to recover. I believe I have a vapor, sir. <laughs> yeah. Haven't even day. been introduced by. Haven't even been even been introduced by a relative. <laughs> so I mean. How is making making the last record as somebody's as a father to a young human? Like, is is the uh, is it just more carving out the time than anything else? Like, yeah, just 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 that, yeah. Um, and obviously, you hear a lot of stupid kid songs, um, so you've got to throw those out of your head all the time. <laughs> but I can definitely see two occasions, you know, kind of in the middle of songs where it was definitely that effect of that onslaught on my mind made me made me kind of pick up those kind of silly little basic melodies but um but yeah great i can't really being being a father even though nobody really tells you the truth you just end up doing 
a lot of washing up and you have a cold all the time. That's it. <laughs> but that's that is the main part of it because things like things like nappies and making sure they don't die is it's just it's all very obvious really unless you're on crack I suppose. And mm. um, and so it's it's just the other stuff, the endless sterilizing and washing of things and but you know what there there could be worse things than that. Uh, so yeah, it's um that's good. It's living in London is just a little bit more problematic for me because London is not the kind of city where you want to be trying to survive on not a lot of money. So yeah. that's that's the issue. That's the issue there. But I mean, you know, it's also in in many senses the centre of the world. Um, and I, I really like London. I just I just don't particularly want to spend every day of my life here. Um, yeah, it's that it's that kind of place. You know, there's something. There's something pretty awesome about it in the old sense of the world of the word, but also a bit knackering and competitive as well, you know. So it's a yeah, but you know, people have been to big cities before; they know how they fucking work. Well, and it's but it's almost like uh, you know we alluded to something on this before. You move from Cardiff uh, over mm. to London. At your age, is almost the reverse move in the same way that me moving from like the the burgeoning San Francisco Bay Area to Milwaukee yeah. is usually like the opposite move that people do. But you know, there's there's rationale yeah. in all of it. Yeah, well, it's just because uh, because of Judy's uh, job. Um, so so this is where we are, and you know, the thing is with London, it's a it, it is a it is a fantastic place, but it's a you know it's a place where you can see everything happening. Cardiff is just very suited for me because. I like to walk everywhere, so right. you know. Whereas in London, you have you spend you can spend an hour and forty minutes getting to the other side of London to see a friend. Mm, right. I mean, you know, you spend an hour and forty minutes leaving Cardiff, then you've you've got three cities over, you know. <laughs> um, and it's it's made rehearsing for Future of the Left really difficult because uh, we have to drive four hours. Cardiff, uh, then rehearse and stay in a hotel because we have to take our baby with us because we don't have a family around. So just on a logistical level as well, it means every rehearsal costs us, uh, you know, close by three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that definitely you make it count. I would imagine. Yeah, you go. So, and the problem isn't when things go right, but our last rehearsal in a writing sense didn't go that well because pretty much all improvised and then recorded and then we worked from there. Um, and the last one, just one of the first one in a year or so, just nothing really worked and just a feeling of deflation. Yeah, it's a yeah. long way to go. It's, yeah, it's a long way and it's like, you know, 20, maybe 28 hours out of your life in order to rehearse for three hours. And we're and we you know it's it's not to, it's it's still a fantastic thing, but it would be great if we did not live in London anymore. Right. <laughs> not to put, to, just to just to make the band hurry the fuck up and finish a record because as much as I love doing the Christian Fitness stuff, I, I, we don't really get to play that much. Even a year an album comes out, we'll only maybe do twenty five shows or something, twenty five thirty shows. Most of those shows now though with the exception of one or two, are, are really good and pretty well-attended shows, so that's that's really cool. Um, but I, w- I want to get out there and do and do more shows, basically. You know, my, my self-respect is kind of predicated on it, so it would be nice to... You feel like a, 
uh, a useful human being being st- being stood on stage is as silly as that. So. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, you know, the rest of the time I'm just, you know, the rest of the yeah. time, frankly, I'm just bumming around, doing doing absolute absolutely inconsequential shit. But when you're on stage, uh, when I'm on stage, it feels like. I'm, I'm certainly the only person who can be me, put it that way. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I once characterized it as someone that knew me from the day-to-day work life when saw a show and said, wow, I was very, I was surprised. You know, I, I loved it. It was great. But, I, you know, you transform into this completely different person. And I said, no, you got it the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> I transform to a different person when you see me most of the time. This is, you know, uh, the resting state. The mania is the resting state. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, you know, what can I say? <laughs> oh, lots of things, mate. <laughs> it, it's, a, uh, it's, it's the sickness and the cure both, right? Mm. Uh, well, well, yeah, whatever you, whatever you do say. I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting that uh, you, you did do, you did that run down to Australia, uh, yes, over over we in January. Um, yeah, it was it was it was very lovely actually. Um, it was very nice indeed. It was nice just to step out of the miserable British winter, but it was nice to you know on on that basic level that, that people understand if they've been in bands, you go away with your friends, you play some shows, and you have some fun uh, in a very uncomplicated way. It was tough having. Ella with us the whole time. Right. Um, I mean, we didn't realize when we planned it, we thought we can just leave her with uh, Julia's mother and sister for four days. But you can't leave a, at the time, seven-month-old baby with... We uh, can't be away from the mother and father for like five days while we toured, so we had to take her everywhere. And it just logistically, it did make it difficult, but the fact it was still a lot of fun and Ella got to experience that as well was... Uh, it was pretty amazing, actually, and you know, it's it's still amazing that that people still turn out and and come to those shows because we get next to no press or anything, right? Um, and yeah, it's incredible. It was incredible. It's very very lovely. But it, I mean, I think apart from that, I think I only did six shows last year or something. So. Oof. Yeah, I know precisely. Um, <laughs> Just say some high yeah, numbers. Precisely. Six, six or seven. We did a couple of French shows at the start of the year, and then we did um, one. We did one show supporting the fall, and then we did um, one festival about ten weeks after Ella was born, which was um, which was interesting. Yeah, definitely. There was. I don't know if I told you the um, the French uh, anecdote. I maybe I maybe didn't. Um, I mean, I don't know if you fully understand how attached the French are to smoking. Um, <laughs> we, we've heard a thing or two. Yeah, yeah, good. I'm glad. I'm glad this is a cultural cliche which has crossed the Atlantic. But um, where we were in, God, what, what, where was it? Nancy, I think. I might not be correct about that. Or Orléans? No, it was Nancy. The day after Paris, and when we were in Paris, we played at this terrible venue called the Batafar, which, which was a boat and just. It was. It wasn't level, and it was just. It was a shit show generally. Lots of complaints. And I was talking to the promoter the next night in Orléans, not in Orléans, in in Nancy, and I was telling him how 
the, these rasta guys were smoking tobacco and weed right in front of Julia, who was pregnant. And I was telling him how disgusted I was with this and how I said, like, st- stuff to them, you know, basically told them to go and fuck themselves. And as I was telling him this story, and he was nodding in sympathy, he rolled a cigarette and started smoking. <laughs> Of course, of course. In, in front of Julia, who was obviously yeah. still pregnant because it was the next fucking night. Yeah, terrible, and terrible. That to me, this is odd. This is terrible. How can they? One, one second, my friend. I just <laughs> well, uh, need to light it up. You're yeah, like, well, and there we are. Yep. In a in a nutshell, France. But that, uh, that, that may not France explain France, freedom. It's an amazing rights. country. <laughs> I, do, I want to make it clear. I'm not one of those British people who has a a problem with the. Uh, a problem with the French. I think the French are amazing, but the, the smoking. I mean, it's our joke when we get to a venue and they're like, "Ah, you are not smoking." They're like, "Yeah, we try not to smoke all all the time, if at all." In my case, you know, um, but yeah, they like it. They like a smoke. The techs always come on the stages in Europe and they're always smoking. And sometimes at big festivals, some of those huge joints in the mouth. You're like this. Yeah, maybe you could put that down just while we set the stage up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't want to lose track of it. Not going to be. Don't want to. Don't don't want to get in the way of. Don't want to get in the way of your recreational fucking drug habit. So <laughs> please, <coughs> please continue while the rest of us try to fucking work. I'm yeah, just heaven forfend. I'm just imagining mm-hmm. someone like yeah coming on stage and like moving a monitor around with one hand where they got a fucking bottle of Jack Daniels in the other. Yeah, you wouldn't see that. It, it, it was, well, yeah, but it's, it's it's exactly that kind of thing. Apart from the bottle of Jack Daniels, it is this huge fucking doobie or whatever. You yeah. know, that's the that's the that's the mad thing about it. But you see it happening, and it, it happens without a second a second thought. You know, um, but yeah, the continent, yeah, France, or Italy. Put it this way: you might be sad that you've never played a rock show in Italy. If you've never played a rock show in Italy, but the upside of that is you've never played a rock show in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> we we actually have some uh, some friends and uh, former guests of the show that are, are playing Italy right now. Yeah, uh, well, right. maybe not right. Uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Right. I'm guessing there might be certain scenes or whatever, or what, or where they, they can have some good shows. But I mean, the, with the noise restrictions. And everything about it, and the natural reticence of the kind of character as well. I've done maybe 15 shows in Italy, and there was one where I came off stage going, I don't want to kill myself. (laughs) Like, literally, the noise restriction is so quiet that you can hear people ordering drinks at the bar whilst you're you're playing. That really sets the mood, doesn't it? Yeah, we had a heckle once. It's it's the best heckle I've ever had at a show. Actually, it was in Italy. I can't remember where. Somebody just shouted, "Why?" <laughs> wow, that's a solid heckle. Yeah, yeah. But I think what happened is they started shouting it. They got cut off, but I decided to interpret it as why. So I just talked to the crowd for ten minutes about why. And <laughs> that's good. That, that's it a... was one of those. It, it was one of those moments where we knew we'd lost. We were supporting someone. So you may as well really lose, you know. Yeah, you well it's linguistic you know? jujitsu, really. So why don't you guys kind of fuck off, kind of moment, you know, yeah. like that kind of thing. You know, when a gig's not going well and people go, "Hey, you got this space in the front. Why don't you guys come forward a bit?" <laughs> exactly why don't you come the, forward? Exactly and dance? the opposite. 
exactly the opposite of that. Yeah. For me, you go, hey, this is my stage. Get the fuck away from it. <laughs> you come anywhere near this stage, you you know, t- yeah. basically take that attitude with the crowd. Yeah. And you know what? When a show already isn't going well, that kind of thing can be very entertaining. Carlson, who was in Future the Left originally, he really... Oh, when yeah. things oh, went yeah. when things went going well, he used to really get get off on that. I think it was almost sexual for him. <laughs> it, it presented a weird but awesome energy, just to uh, just yeah, like you could tell, like something something clicked in his head where it's like, aha, at last, like you know, yes, <laughs> a, ch- a chance just to in that same way that I mean, if you're trying to be a polite person in your life and you try to be polite with somebody and they say stuff to you and then there's that moment where it clicks where you get to have carte blanche with them you know where you get to tell them exactly what you fucking think and <laughs> but, but for Kelson that moment came a lot earlier than for the rest of us <laughs> you know like it would get to the stage where and I, I can do it as well but you could see he would sometimes if somebody was being particularly bored down the front when we were doing this particular support tour he would focus on that person and he would get them to leave you know <laughs> by by all means he wouldn't touch him don't yeah. get me wrong or nothing like that he probably wouldn't move from his spot usually but he could make people move <laughs> away by just the glowers and the moves and the you know whereas I really I for that I really just have my eyes, you know? Yeah. Whereas, whereas that guy had an actual... It, it was weird, you would see it. Like, sometimes, I remember a couple of shows in, in Holland supporting against me where the crowd were fucking hating us. And it was, we we just have bets on, you know, I'll get hurt, the, the bored girl with the arms up on the barrier, I'll get her to move. Yeah. You know, you get him to move first, you know? Because that was all that was left for us in the show. Well, and, and actually, having seen you guys on that tour, it was uh, myself and. Uh, oh no no oh you no you the saw US on version the US tour where the crowds were far better for us with the exception of a couple of shows because I think uh, partly because the crowds are a little bit more open minded a bit less tribal in the states right. but also because Ted Leo was on the bill as well yeah. and I think that helped to act as something of like a bridge between those two things so but but yeah you saw us in san francisco i remember it was a great show but there, there was yeah. there was definitely one uh one young lady that was just from from the outset having none of it uh, yeah of, of any <laughs> of any kind yeah. in a very yeah. determined way a very single-minded yes, and determined way because having not because you know having none of it is is fine. That's most people. You know? <laughs> right. You've come to terms of that. But if you're visibly making a point of having yes. none of it, yes. then this is where you will engage with the rock band in a different kind of way. <laughs> and, and, and that's where I, I kind of elbowed Chris and Ali, and I was like, gosh, you know, check this out. This is this is an interesting dynamic here. Like, like watch it. And then both of you focused on this, on this young lady on, uh, on one song that I can't remember what song it was. It had a very repetitive part. And... It was almost like, um, you know, when you see the cartoon characters blasting the, uh, 
<laughs> like the energy beams at each other and they meet in the middle uh, and it goes back one way and it goes you know forward another and there's psychic there's this fighting. like psychic fighting I believe I, I believe oh, I thought the franchise you were referring to was Power Rangers <laughs> and, and then I and it was it was absolutely compelling for me to watch on multiple levels and then you find you got her and she just started nodding her head along and I was like ah that's amazing because it was it went on for to me what seemed like hours to the point that I was like this is a power struggle that like it, it's you know there, there's worlds that will be defined by this battle of this 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 again this one young lady that is just has making a special show of having none of it. And it was a it was a very wonderful moment for me in a crowd that I felt yeah, you know, generally kind of it was it was clear to me who it, it, was I remember that show I remember that show actually and it was that too was very well attended but that show wasn't particularly it was in quite a big room yeah and it wasn't that well attended and my main, one of my main memories of the night is arguing with the venue because they wanted to take a percentage of our merch. And so I stood next, I, I, I was very drunk that night, and I stood next to the guy whose job it was to count out, saying numbers at him, <laughs> just until he just gave up and went away. Because, because I mean, it was ridiculous. We used to, we'd make like, you know, two, 200 bucks a night in merch. Yeah. And basically that was, you know, that would, that would help us scrape by. Get and they wanted to take they yeah. wanted to take thirty bucks from us or whatever. I, I just wasn't I just wasn't having it. So I just I said I, I said I used to know pi to twenty seven places or something. <laughs> so um, I just said that until eventually he looked at me. He's like, you know, he was just a guy doing his job. He's been told to do it by his manager. I get that. I think I apologized to him. I think I said, "Listen, I know you're just doing the job, but I've got to fuck with you here. This is <laughs> this, this is just wrong. This is just wrong. You can't you can't take money from us. We are genuinely poverty stricken. Like yeah, I'm, this isn't I'm not an affectation. No, this isn't an affectation. We need this money, man. If you if you take this money from us, we are not eating tomorrow." Yeah, like that kind of that kind of deal, and yeah. I think after a while, after a while, and saying pie to twenty seven places, that <laughs> got him to uh, that got him to that got him to move on. I will say though, I mean, against me the two with you wouldn't necessarily put us on a bill with that band, but they were very very lovely people, you know. And that goes a long way. Uh, yeah, no, it, it goes it goes the it goes the whole way, my friend. You know, they were. You know, it's it's um, yeah, they were very, very, they were very, very lovely people. And, and generally speaking, the crowds in the states liked us. When we did the European tour with them, it was wow. That was that was an experience to to do twenty four shows and probably have two of them where the crowd just didn't visibly hate you the whole time. Right. You know, it was, it was but it, it ended up being great. I don't know how to describe it. You just ended up treating it as a... We did one show in Prague where the crowd were appreciative. There wasn't even very many of them. And we came off the stage and we were like... We, we, we hadn't enjoyed ourselves because we hadn't spent the whole night insulting the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was great. I remember we did some shows supporting against me in Britain and there was one show in Birmingham we spent the whole fucking night just having a go at the crowd because they were so fucking shit right from the start. They're looking at us like, 
you we get people to to move, you know. Yeah, get the fuck off the barrier. Give someone else a turn, you fucking wing. You know, it was, <laughs> it was, it was really, it was, re- it was, it was great. You know, it was, it was amazing. It wasn't, it wasn't how you build a career, sadly. But it was, uh, but but in its in its in its own way, it was absolutely. Amazing. It, it made for great entertainment. I almost felt like you know I'm uh, watching a floor show or something. I'm sure because even you know getting the, the lighter aspect of that in the Bay Area, like like I said. Just seeing, like, making a convert of, and I put it this way, and I've said this before, which shows that I played. Sometimes people are just there to see their favorite band, and it doesn't matter who you are; they're just they're they're not interested in that. And yeah, you know, which is you know, which on one level is cool, but don't stand near the front and make a punk. Bit. Exactly. Yeah. So, so if they're viewing, uh, you know, your band as being the impediment of seeing the band that they're there to see their favorite band. Then yeah. I, I feel like the rules of engagement have been set. Yeah, to a certain as if you're make as if you're making them go on later. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's your fault. It's your mm. fault that this is happening. Oh, and, they would have been on at nine if we weren't here. You twat. <laughs> so the no. fact the the fact that you put uh, the energy is focused on on this girl and and managed to convert her to a point that if nothing else, there was a moment of self awareness. Like this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Like was it was an incredible moment for me. Like in, in 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 like a history of I've seen a lot of great shows, and I do feel that that especially that era of Future of the Left, you guys could have uh, doubled as a stand up act and literally doubled your money. It uh, well, it, well, we could, well, we could have more than doubled our money because the money wasn't very much in the first place. But I know what I said. Um, yeah, yeah, but um, <laughs> but uh, it. I got I got punched on that tour in Seattle um, when I was walking through the crowd after the set wow. by some some dick and you know for all to say that kind of thing doesn't hasn't really happened to me since the start of being in a band when there was quite a lot of that kind of thing around but it was a uh, one of the problems came though Kelson when he started being in the band he was he was you know he's a funny guy but he didn't talk a lot and his his accent his Welsh accent was a lot broader then mm-hmm. he was the singer of the band Jar Crew who were incredible like McCluskey played with all the time and when he used to talk in between songs he just sounded like a fucking goblin he'd be like <laughs> blah, 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 and you couldn't really make it out but I think after a while of being in a band with me and the fact that he's, he's a funny guy he started talking more and he learned that a lot of it is especially live is about taking your time um, and um, but towards the end of him being in the band it got a bit too much um, and the reason it got a bit too much is because there were other things that affectations like for me if I'm talking I'm tuning my guitar and having a drink at the same time because the the breaks in the song shouldn't between the songs shouldn't be that loud uh, but he would take a drink dry his bass off and then talk to the crowd and you go mate we've, it's already been 50 seconds <laughs> play play a, play a song like you know and right. in terms of our show even though there's a lot of talking to the crowd the, there are there are opportunities to talk to the crowd which are which happen when somebody needs to take a break to get their breath back or something do you know what I mean yeah. and there are there are intros there are intros in the set where where there'll be a little gap because I need to get say my breath back after a particular part or there's a bit where Jack likes to get a drink or whatever. It doesn't mean that the, the chat is scripted. It just means that the, the place where it can happen is scripted unless everything breaks. Yeah. In, in which case you have to talk all the time. 
And speaking of talking all the time, uh, it's it's our time with you has ended, my friend. But it's it's always yeah, Jesus, that's that, that's far too long. There are going to be people actually actually threatening suicide if they listen to the entire hour and a half. I think that's that's appalling. Nobody needs to hear us bang on for that long. <laughs> Luckily, that's the- a sh- <laughs> that's a sh- that's a shock. That's a shocker. But I, I very much enjoyed it. Uh, it's always a pleasure, sir. Nuance Musicals is the record. Um, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, buy, the buy it with, with with Bitcoin, and so at the very least, somebody will have to explain to me what Bitcoin is because I, uh-huh. I I really try hard with Bitcoin. There's a couple of really good friends have been talking about it to me, but <laughs> I cannot struggle to give a fuck. You know. It, it, yeah, it's a it's a mystery not only for the ages but for next time. Uh, it, it's the it, next <laughs> time forever. You take care. Namaste. Go go well into go well into whichever void it is you choose. Thank you, sir. Good night. Take care, both. Bye bye. Yeah, there he goes. There's Falco, and, and here we are. <laughs> Man, of all the things I thought would happen today. Discussing of Wolf and Man with Andrew Falcus was not high on the list. Yeah, and yet here we are. It's it's it's, 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 a, it's a rarefied air. It's a rarefied place. Um, yeah, get that record. Nuance the musical. Uh, ChristianFitness.bandcamp.com. We're 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 bonus rounds right now. Sorry, Brad Musikoff. Um, RadioNeutron.com for the archives. This is uh, Conan Neutron's controversial. Is this thing on? Music on with music off. It's next.
caller. Nobody has fingers. Or any caller at all. Welcome to my top ten. Probably should be your actual autobiography title. This place up to me. Like the sponsor. I know we joke, but that one's that one's pretty good. We haven't got a sponsor. That's a bunch of real turn phrase there, my friend. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special
This is a real goddamn emergency! Ha, 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 ha.